Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm Rick Scotch, your host of the Scotch Parlor podcast, where we capture lifestyles and share stories of inspiring people that bring motivation, knowledge, and entertainment to our community. Life is good. Let's get started. Welcome to Scotch Parlor. I'm your host, Rick Scotch, on the Scotch Parlor podcast. Today, we have entrepreneur Ryan Motzek, who is the co-founder of Atlas. Atlas is a streetwear skateboarding brand, and they have a retail store in San Mateo, California, which is located in the San Francisco Bay Area. One of the cool things that I absolutely love about Atlas, uh, besides when I walked into their store, their store is friggin' dope, but I love the foundation of what Atlas was founded on, and it's basically... They built a brand that is driven by passion over profits, and they continue to preserve the culture about skateboarding. Thank you for your time and your story today, Ryan. Of course. And I'll pass it on to you so you can just give your brief introduction and, and go from there. No doubt. Uh, my name is Ryan Motzik, Bay Area, born and raised. I live in San Francisco, California. That's who I am. <laughs> All right. So the, you have Atlas now. Mm-hmm. So, But where did your entrepreneur journey start? Uh I think the entrepreneur journey kind of like started out of necessity, although I, I feel that ever since I was like a young kid, I've always had a little bit of like an entrepreneurial drive. Mm-hmm. I remember my first uh, little like taste of entrepreneurship. My, my dad uh, brought me to this. I think it was maybe a grocery store or whatever. And I saw like a bunch of American, like little tiny American flags, like sitting by the by the aisle. And they were like, a dollar a piece or something. Okay. And I was like, Dad, I, I bet you I could go door to door and sell those for $5 a piece. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, all right. So he bought like 10 or 20 of them. And I just went door to door and just knocked and said, hi, it's like, you know, it's, it's almost the 4th of July. Would you like to buy an American flag? And I felt like people appreciated that this little kid was knocking on their door yeah, trying to yeah, sell yeah. flags. No doubt. And, and uh, that was like the first taste of like what it's like to see potential and, and try to make something of it. See, that's cool. And it amazes me when I do speak to the entrepreneurs. Yeah. It's always that they always have that young, something that happened young to them that right. actually had this. It's like a seed that gets planted. <laughs> and so is that when you actually found out that you're like, you know what? This is I got that that bug and I want to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, that, that was kind of like the first uh, that was like the first time where I was like, whoa, this is interesting. Like you can take something that you see potential in and try to like make something of it. Uh-huh. I mean, it was a very simple idea, but it, it, it like it worked, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, people, people bought it. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? and, and, I, and I feel like if I was maybe like, if it was me now going door to door to sell flags, it wouldn't have worked, you know? Yeah, but, but for it was sure. something about like the, the idea of being like this kid selling flags. Yeah, 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 door. yeah. It's like the classic lemonade stand, right? Yeah, it's like, the lemon, <laughs> it's like a, it's a different take on the lemonade stand. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's cool, right? Yeah. So then, okay, so we, so 11 years later, you have Atlas is, is going strong in San Mateo. Yeah. And so let's just talk about the beginning. So what is Atlas uh, sure. and how did it come about? All right. So uh, we, so Atlas is, uh, it's, I, I like to call it a coarse skateboard store with, uh, it, it's like maybe like a refined core skateboard store if you want to put it that way but the way i look at it is it's organized and clean but it's not pretentious it came about uh let's see let's try to tell the how it kind of happened um when i was 17 my buddy was like he he ran a shop called uh ghost or no all skate and he was like yo uh deluxe approached me and they asked if i wanted to open up 
a deluxe San Mateo store. At the time, there was a deluxe SF, and he's like, yo, I want to open up a deluxe. They, they said they want to open up deluxe San Mateo store and have him manage it. And I, I was freaking out because Deluxe SF was like the coolest thing to me. Uh-huh. And I was like, holy shit, there's going to be a Deluxe San Mateo. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like it, 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 there was nothing like that. At the time, there was Skateworks in Redwood City, which was it, which was an awesome shop. And I spent a lot of time hanging out. Mm. But I really identified with Deluxe. And to, to have there be a Deluxe San Mateo was cool. So I ended up being the first employee there. I, I basically begged for that job. I was working, okay. I was uh, 17 years old. I was working retail at the Gap at Stanford. Okay, okay. So, so, and I was like, yo, I would kill to be able to work at the Deluxe San Mateo store. So I was an employee there. I loved working there. I loved the whole experience of being there. And then I ended up going off to school and going to the Academy of Art or whatever. And then 10 years later, they decided to close down the deluxe San Mateo store when um, Fausto Vitello, who had he's a was a very important figure in skateboarding entrepreneurship. He when he passed away, they closed down a few of his businesses, one of them being deluxe San Mateo. Uh-huh. And his family gave me uh, the blessing to do a store. And so me and a good friend, Mike Manitas and young homie Patrick Badois at the time, he was 16 years old. We were like, I think we should open up this store. So that that's how that came about. That's cool. Yeah, so yeah. so then with the name Atlas, where yeah, did yeah. that where did the inspiration come with that name? Uh the inspiration it wasn't easy. It's such a simple basic name. You see Atlas band lines and like I'm sure there's Atlas trash and Atlas paper and every, you know Atlas <laughs> everything, you know. Um but the idea and the name came about through just the process of elimination i mean we came up with like two thousand names and just sifted through it hard Uh, and we uh. were really really just working really hard and and um we almost called our store tenure which i'm glad we didn't yeah it it was actually tony vitello was like dude don't call your store tenure think of someone else and then we came up with atlas and 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 the i really i'm like damn that name kills it because skateboarding literally and figuratively is the atlas like it can physically take you places you travel through skateboarding uh-huh. but it also introduces you to your to your friends to culture so that's like the, the there's there's such a heavy meaning uh, with atlas it's it's really the thing that skateboarding is the thing that navigates you through your life and and when people say like skateboarding made my you know skateboarding saved my life or i owe everything to skateboarding it's like it's kind of true like atlas the the concept of atlas and the concept of skateboarding it really takes you places yeah uh, both you know literally and figuratively so that's cool all right so that that's awesome that's that's a there's a lot of passion behind the name and it completely that yeah it wasn't just a name that we thought sounded cool like there's a real deep meaning there and you know again 11 years later i'm like damn that i really really like what it stands for yeah 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 well and on top of it it is a cool name (laughs) yeah i like it man (laughs) right it it really is (laughs) so then so like i was saying like the store itself uh i mean like it's part art gallery art uh retail yeah and so when you were thinking of like, like you were having this vision of what the yeah. store was going to look like, how did that come about? Like, what was your right. inspiration behind that? So a few of us were like, how can we make this store stand out? How can we do something unique? And also, how can we do something that like represents us? Because I feel like myself, Mike Manitas, Patrick, and everybody else that was, in, you know, kind of had input on the shop at the time, we have an appreciation for art. We have an appreciation for architecture and, and good design. And 
this isn't a knock on other shops by any means. Like there's a, there's so many great shops that have their own flavor. There's also some shops uh, that don't necessarily try their hardest or, or at, maybe at the time didn't. I'm not saying that any of the shops now and I'm not saying our competitors, yeah. but but I think there was kind of like this idea that if you're a skateboarder and you open up a skate shop, it's going to be a, a real, a real, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. yeah it's yeah, going to be, a, it's yeah. going to be a real fucking mess <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's going to be sloppy and there's going to be shit everywhere. And, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing either. Yeah. Like everyone's got like some people like the messy kid yeah, bedroom vibe for, sure. for us. It was like, if artists are going to spend time doing a really great graphic for a board and um, they're going to bust their ass to do a really rad video edit. I feel like that same kind of thought should also go into like the experience of a skate shop. Uh-huh. But again, like I said, it's got to feel um, it's got to feel refined, but not pretentious. So that, yeah. that was kind of like our, our idea. Like we wanted to just feel like it was a together professionally ran business. And that's kind of how we decided that we wanted to go that route with the way we laid out the shop. That's cool. So then you, for like our pieces, mm-hmm. so in essence, your skate the skateboards is a yeah. canvas. Oh, I mean, for that's, sure. That's where. Yeah. And, and do you guys do it like I mean at the shop? Like, do you guys have artists well, come in? Well, and- we have we have artists that we work with. They don't actually like paint the decks dead okay. on, but they like you know they'll they'll when we do a graphic they'll lay it out on on something about roughly the size of a skateboard and then, yeah. and then it gets you know digitally uploaded and yeah, yeah, yeah graphic. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the concept was like you walk in the shop and you're like you look to your left and it's just this sea of this massive wall of boards. Like yeah. business wise, probably a bad idea to have that many boards because <laughs> yeah. there's not a lot of profit in boards. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Okay. But okay. the experience of looking at, you know, this giant wall of boards is is really what we want. And I'll tell you, every time I see someone walk in the shop, stop and just go, Whoa, like that that's what it that's what yeah makes it feel good that we did that yeah and i'm like as a me as a brand, i'm all right. about the ambiance yeah, yeah like for sure. and right i on. think that's i mean that's when i walked in the store that's exactly how yeah. i felt i was right like this is, this is and then sure enough what's the next thing i'm buying something right <laughs> Hell yeah. like, that, it's that's awesome. cool very cool <laughs> so then now today streetwear mm-hmm. and skateboarding as an industry mm-hmm. it's and maybe I don't know so much about the skateboarding aspect, yeah, yeah. but on the streetwear, mm-hmm. I know it's changing, it's evolving, it's for maybe sure. getting a little bit. It's harder for streetwear brands to come out. Yeah. Uh, so, as a company that's been around for eleven years mm-hmm. as a streetwear and skateboard, where do you continue to see the industry evolving, and where do you see it going? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, when I think of Atlas and I think of skateboarding, uh, I think inherently. It's like skateboarding is kind of skateboarding is considered streetwear, but I also and there is crossover and there's lots of skateboarders that are involved in streetwear, but I almost almost look at it as like skateboarding as its own little category. And uh, so so as far as you ask, like the industry and, and where I see it evolving. Is that, yeah. Is that question? Yeah. I think the way I see it evolving is I feel that if it's readily available everywhere, then it doesn't last. Okay. If if it's special, if it's exclusive, that's where I see longevity. Now, now from a business standpoint, I, I don't know how you can scale that way, but I think there there are ways. That's how you. It's just all about like keeping demand up. Yeah. You know, if we're looking at it from a business perspective, but also from a brand perspective, I mean, people want to feel like they're wearing something special and not like every. You know, they turn on the corner and that same guy's wearing the same stuff they're wearing. You know. Yeah. And I and I and I feel like right now especially. There's this really unique movement in skateboarding to where small skateboard brands are doing what maybe streetwear brands were doing 10 years ago to where they were popping up and and it was like the hot stuff. Now it's all skateboarding brands that are skater owned and operated. It's not like, you know, the dude that's like, yo, I want to start a clothing brand has nothing to do with skateboarding. It's like these are skateboarders that are starting small brands. So 
Okay. That's, that, that's kind of like what I see happening right now. And, and I think with the way the internet's working, with the way that Amazon's, you know, competing with shops like Zoomies, I feel that more than ever, shops like us, small independent stores, have to work with small independent brands that are drawing the customers to to buy that product. Gotcha. So. Okay. That's so then it actually leads into the next question and more yeah. on the marketing aspect. Sure. So where like maybe social marketing, social media marketing, mm-hmm. uh, general branding or whatever, maybe what advice could you give to someone that that is looking to build a brand? Is it social media the key to success? I know it has to be part of yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, what advice would you do or are you you're doing? Yeah. Currently? I mean, okay, so for us, our I think our vision about the way we run our social media, and, and to be very honest, like when social media, like we didn't open a, a Facebook account right when we first opened it. We didn't even want a Facebook account. Uh-huh. And it was like, everyone's like, you kind of have to. So <laughs> yeah. then we opened up a Facebook account. And then Instagram came up and we didn't have an Instagram account. And then like everyone's like, yo, you really have to get an Instagram account. And then so we opened up our Instagram account. And now I'm seeing it as like, that's kind of like the main channel for how we communicate yeah. more so than our direct mail and our website, For sure. oh, which, yeah. which is so crazy. But I mean, that's the current, like, I guess, landscape of, of, of marketing and social media. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I feel is our vibe and what maybe works for us and, and I think can work for anyone is consistency. So if, if, if you're going to do something, do it consistently. So have like a, a vision and kind of map it out on how you, how you want to see yourself in the next couple of years uh-huh. and then and then stay on that path. Obviously, if it's whack, it's not working, then don't. But uh-huh. if you've got a good vibe, stick to it and, and, and remain consistent, consistent with timing and with uh, content. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That's, that's really good advice. Yeah. So then being in business for over 11 years, uh-huh. I'm going to ask what has been your reason for your ongoing success? Is it consistency? I think consistency <laughs> yeah. is a large part of that. And again, like when we open up the shop, we didn't just slap it together and be like, we just need to get open. We we took about six months to get it open because we took time designing it and building it. Like everything was done custom. And we were like, what can we, how can we build a shop that will last for, you know, at least 10 years? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and the, the crazy thing is, other than just maybe painting a wall or fixing a cabinet that maybe like had a screw loose, we haven't changed a thing with our, with our store layout. It's been the same since day one. That's cool. Like so that 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 I think consistency really is um, a huge part of that. So, That's yeah. awesome. All right. So the yeah. inconsistency, consistency. Yeah, consistency right, is right. huge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so what's next for Atlas? Uh, next for Atlas, I think it's it's just uh, collaborations. We've got a few fun collaborations in the works. Continuing to work with you know artists that in our in the skateboarding community mm-hmm. and in our immediate and and general skateboarding community and. Uh, I think growing our own in-house brand and then just trying to grow our, our web presence because, okay. you know, I, there is a lot of actually there's a lot of in-store action happening, but the the Internet and, and the web presence is huge, too. Yeah. I'm also seeing uh, a lot of girl skateboarders uh-huh. coming through, which is really cool. It's really exciting. So I think there's a there's a big future with that in cool. our store um so that's cool yeah, all yeah. right all right cool yeah. so let's uh let's kind of go to you more we've talked about atlas now you mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur okay so yeah. what is your typical day like uh typical day um well i try to get up anywhere between 6 30 to, to 7 get up make my breakfast uh make my coffee 
kind of decompress for a little bit, catch up on on the news, catch up on. I, I listen to the New York Times Daily podcast every day just to get get caught up on current affairs, and then hit hit you go for like a you know half hour to an hour at the gym. Uh-huh. I think that's a good way to get the day started, just to kind of clear my head and and just uh, get some cardio and, and feel good, mm-hmm. and then uh, just nail whatever tasks are on on the plate. No no day is the same every, yeah, every day yeah, is yeah, a different sure. day so yeah that's kind of like how how the day kicks off for sure okay yeah. so and then um as far as through your entrepreneur journey as of right now what would you say has been a learning experience for you uh, learning experience well uh i'd say the learning experience is you can't control everything but you can try your best to, to control uh what's ahead of you i think I think learning how balance is really important. Knowing when there has to be a time when you're not checking emails, checking uh, Instagram messages or <laughs> or texts or whatever, just getting away from that for a sec and and kind of taking a deep breath. You know, enjoy a, a glass of wine with your wife or whatever your girlfriend. Like uh-huh. like just ha- uh, no no when to turn it off. That I think yeah. so. So I say learning is, is that it's okay to to log off yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, it is it's also you know you, you have to again you have to remain in control but you also have to know when to let go that's cool so yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. been a big learning experience and, for and me. because as entrepreneurs we're, we're always like we're like okay it's still not done it's still not done it's yeah. still not done and then we're like working and then like for me i have the my two boys where right. i'm like i right. try to like when i get them at five right. and to like nine it's, it's right. family time but it's right. hard because you're like you know, it's especially important. when you're in that zone, you're yeah. like, ah. but I completely agree. Yeah. Just, just, uh, turn it off, man. And, and, and it doesn't, I don't think there's any, uh, data that says being on it, uh, 12 to 14 to 16 hours a day will make you a more productive person. I think you actually get fatigued and fry yourself for out. Sure. So you have to know when to just stop for a second. Like when I, when it's lunchtime, I go, I go for a walk to get my lunch. I don't, and I don't eat my lunch in front of my computer. Like I have to have That's those cool. breaks. So little stuff like that's that. cool all yeah. right well then as a successful entrepreneur what do you f- find and you might have already answered this a little bit but what are the two strengths that you see in yourself that has led you to your in your ongoing success? okay um i think uh good communication and organization are probably my uh my strengths okay i i, I pride myself in being a good communicator and uh, I pride myself in being organized, and I wasn't born organized. It's something I had to work towards. Uh-huh. Uh, but I believe that working to be organized and and really working to be a good communicator is is what's kind of helped me stay on a good path in my life, whether it be in business or just my relationships. Gotcha. Okay. And then in regarding the organization, is it yeah. is it a to do list that you do? Like yes. everything? Okay. Yes, yeah, I yeah. have a to do list. I, I keep calendars, but I also keep a, a, a manual to do list that I write out just so I can see things. So I can see things in front of me. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. so I can actually have like my tasks in front of me. I write them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe. I don't know. I think there's there's scientific proof, and this isn't what I do, but I think there is scientific uh, evidence that if you write things out versus typing on a computer, you retain it better. So mm-hmm. I I always write it out, and then before the next day, I type up my my tasks. So I have a a typed up version also, and it just kind of keeps those 
tasks fresh in my mind. Yeah. And it keeps me keeps me organized. Yeah. No, so. I, and I I mean, yeah, I don't know if it, I'm sure there's a scientific reason for it, but right. I attest to that. Like, absolutely. Yeah. And like, the only thing is I, so I put it on a three by five index card. Great. But what sucks is when I lose the three by five. Yes. And I feel like my whole day, I'm like, yes. Oh, I need this card. I need this card. I know I can write a new one, but I'm like, no, I had I had a data dump. You day almost before. feel weak or, yeah. or like, like, like you're, you're all of a sudden you're like, uh Oh, like everything. It, it, I, I know what you mean. It's, it's, I, I actually left my calendar, <laughs> my, my manual or my, my physical calendar. I left it somewhere and I was like, uh Oh, like all, all of a sudden I'm so reliant on it, you <laughs> right? know, but, and that's where I guess having a digital one is good. Yeah. But, but also, you know what? I take a photo of mine now. <laughs> I was just, I was just, and I literally was thinking, I was like, why don't I just start taking yeah. pictures of it? Just, just have it in a little <laughs> folder in my yeah. photo album. That yeah. This is the day. No, it's totally. so true. Yeah. That's, Cause oh, yeah, it's frustrating. So then for someone that comes up to you and says, Ryan, Hey, I want to start my business. Mm-hmm. What piece of advice would you give them on actually starting the business? Uh, I would say I, I always, my, my biggest question that I always ask anybody that starts a business rather than giving it, cause in order for me to give advice, I have to like know a little bit more about it. Sure. I just, I ask why, but not why, like in a read, like, why would you want to do that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, I, but I like to know why someone wants to start a business. I, I feel that when people start a business that they're, and, and you know, there, there there's also, I think a, a lot of people look at this very differently. Like follow your passion or whatever. You know, I, I do believe that finding something you're passionate will definitely help because you'll stay interested. But some, sometimes you don't have to, you can you can create passion in something that you do. But I, I always like to ask why. So is the why because, oh, I just love go-karts, so I want to start a go-kart company. Or I love burgers, so I want to start a burger company. You know, whatever, whatever the reason is, I like to know why. And then if their why is something that I'm, pers- not like I have to be convinced of it, but I see like from you know, my gauge, then I can give like advice accordingly yeah. to, to yeah, it. Yeah. So, but I just I just think that if there is a need for it, then that's that's when you do it. Gotcha. So, okay. so I, I like to ask the why, and then and then I can give my input on on the why. That's you know? cool. So it's like it's more like it's not like why oh why I want because I want to make money or why right. it's more like what is what's that burning desire for you wanting to start the business or this type of business? Right. What is, and, and for example, like a good a good example of this in, in a, a buddy of mine. Um, Evan Kadera, he I just looked outside and I saw there was a senior seasick truck outside. Uh-huh. And and he he and his uh, partner Gil started Senior Seasig. And if they were just about to start this and they were to say, Hey Ryan, we're thinking about starting a senior seasick, I would be like, that's a fantastic idea. Although I I could say that I'm not as versed in in Filipino food uh-huh. as other foods, even though my wife is Filipino and and I, her family is amazing and we spent a lot of time. But but the concept is so unique and so different that I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah. The the city needs something like that. It's yeah. unique. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's a fresh take. So yeah. it's ideas like that that I'm like, yeah, there's nothing like that. You need to do that. And that's your and that's your entrepreneur hat on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, it just I see an opportunity, I see a spark, and I'm like, that needs to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so. sure. We're actually and I'm trying to get Evan in a senior CC. We're working on it. Uh they've just been crazy busy great, man. Uh, to get them on the podcast. Awesome. So that, it'd be yeah. cool, cool, cool. I, I think he'd be a great guy to have yeah. on. I think he's got a great story. Oh, for sure. And I'm like when I came to me, I was like, dude, they're probably the most recognized food truck in the oh, Bay yeah. Area, if not further. It's like slamming, right? it's unique. Always busy. nothing like it. <laughs> yeah, nothing like it. If you approach it with an open mind and you give it a try, you will be stuck. Oh, it is yeah, so for good. Sure. There's nothing like it. Absolutely. Yeah. So then for you, Ryan, what yeah. is your next move? Um then they say never teach the Wu Tang. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um uh 
man, next move. I, I, I've got a few, I've got a few things up my sleeve. I think whatever my next move would be, Atlas always has to be tied into it somehow. Like I always, I, I feel like whatever I do with my life, I have to, it has to still cater to Atlas it has to work with Atlas. Uh-huh. Um, I want to do, I've had like other like little retail ideas and visions that I want to do. Um, I've wanted to maybe get into food. Um, I've, I've had a concept of maybe doing like a, not like a unique food truck courtyard. I, I have I have like a, another business that I run to where we have leases on on open lots and whatever. So uh, th- there's been concepts like that that have kind of popped up in my head. Yeah. But just doing doing things that I'm interested in, passionate yeah. about. I also really I, I have a degree in, in art direction for advertising. That's that's my background. That's my okay. studies. So. I do little projects here and there through a little uh, business that I run with with a few good friends called Field. Okay, and and we do uh, branding projects, web projects. So I want to I want to work on on projects like that's that cool. as well. Like cool. whether it be in skateboarding or outside of skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I think that's and I find that more today it, because as entrepreneurs, because I'm like I have multiple things, right? I'm sure. doing this. I'm I'm like yeah. and I'm like okay, I do you know digital media for for other things, and then I right. do my real estate, right? Right, right, right. So it's like. But it's all my personal brand, right? right? And that's it's you, like you. it's your personal brand because it's what you love, and it's totally. your natural. And it's cool nowadays because we hear, oh, you need to do one thing and just do that for the rest of your life. And it, it is, you know, there's part of it, but yeah. but it Focus is your is personal good. brand. Yeah. And and if that's what you were about, then that's right. what people will approach you about, you know? Right. So, so right. T- totally, and 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 um, I think you know whether. My whole thing is like, if you're gonna do it, do it right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so if you can do three things or five things, do do it well. You know? Yeah. So, so there, I don't think there's any rule that says you have to just do one thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So many entrepreneurs that do many things, or some that do one thing really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of like where, where sure, I see myself. For sure. That's yeah. cool. So then, uh, so my acronym WIDWID, and what it means is yeah. why I do what I do. Yeah. What is your personal inspiration on why you do what you do as an entrepreneur? So what is your WIDWID? All right. My personal inspiration. I guess my personal. And are you asking like, oh, I looked at like Steve Jobs and I like what he did, so well, I'm inspired I guess by that. I'm, I'm more like beyond like the typical like I guess the. Typical thing of like, oh, these people will say like, oh, I do it for my family or I do it for money or I right. do it for the art or, but what is your inspiration of why you choose to take that risk as an entrepreneur okay. to do it? All right. Yeah. I would say ultimately it's freedom. There, There's, there's a high level of freedom. There's also a, a high level of responsibility, mm-hmm. but, but I like, I like the freedom of being quote unquote, my own dude. Uh-huh. Um, I also love working with friends I'd say, and, and everything that I work with, it's it's through friends, and that's to me is like, that's the most inspiring part of why I do what I do. Cool, there you um, go. And and I think that's why I decided that I wanted to step into the the world of of being an entrepreneur versus working in you know an agency for someone else. And maybe mm-hmm. I could have found a great uh, groove there, mm-hmm. but 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 my gut was always like, if I'm going to work with people, it's got to be people that I really enjoy being around and 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 working with friends for sure so, okay that's cool yeah. all right yeah. so then now we'll we'll step away from the hard-working entrepreneur hustle for sure. to the enjoyment of life yeah, so yeah no doubt as far as hobbies what is your I, I, you obviously skateboard i'm a skateboarder yeah <laughs> yeah so what are other hobbies that you, you get yourself into yeah yeah so skateboarding i would say is probably the thing that fuels fuels 
almost everything else that I do. And um, so, so skateboarding definitely. Um, I love taking photos and traveling. Um, I'm really into film photography, so I like Sweet. going on. Yeah, right. I like going on road trips uh, with my wife, um, my good friend Patrick Boudoir, who's also a partner in Atlas. Um, we go on road trips. Uh, so I, I really love traveling. Traveling Sweet. is like, right. I, and I'm also really into European automobiles. All and, right, and, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm into architecture. So uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I really enjoy. Like recently, my wife and I went on a um, an Eichler tour in in the Highlands of That's San Mateo, cool. and, and and stuff like that. It's really fun. Or or being in you know Los Angeles and and looking at mid century modern homes like yeah, that that's the kind of stuff I get a kick out of yeah so. yeah yeah for sure yeah. so that's cool so then and the cool thing about the traveling nowadays is like obviously with Instagram it, it, right you have a you have a place to share yeah, yeah. And, and and you know make your grid look nice which of is course. another frustrating thing in yeah, my yeah. life it's yeah, like, it's gotta funny. have a clean grid but, yeah, yeah, but I'm funny. like no I just want to post <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so yeah. then uh, so on the other end is like in order to stay motivated so mm-hmm. are you do you do a, are you watch a lot of youtube do you podcast or you you read a lot of books what's how do you stay motivated i do i do a little bit of, of everything um i mean as far as staying motivated i try i and i hate saying this like i hate saying like i, I look at instagram but I, I, there's a few things that i like love following instagram yeah like yeah, yeah. uh off the top of my head there's like muji house that i i really get a kick out of looking at like the Muji House okay, Instagram I mean, feed. It's it's just a cool like you know Muji. You know it's Muji's like a, a it's kind of like a, a minimalist Japanese brand that makes housewares. Okay, okay, okay. So, so they have a Muji House one, and that's a fun uh, Instagram feed that I like looking at. Uh, there's a few photographers I love looking at on yeah. Instagram, and then a few car ones. Uh, I love yeah. There's a few books that I, that I love to you know that I that I've read that I really enjoy and found a lot of inspiration out of. Um, I would say recent ones. Uh, not recent as in yesterday, but rich dad, poor dad is, yeah, is, a, sure. is a, That's a classic. It's a, it's a good <laughs> one. So I would say like the two that I read back to back, you know, not, not yesterday, but a few years ago that always like, kind of stood out to me was a uh, way of the peaceful warrior and uh, rich dad, poor dad. And I thought it was good to read both because one was all about business and one was all about like the spiritual journey. And, uh-huh. and, and, and I think in life, if you can have both, then, then you can have a inspired life. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so as far as books, that's what I would say. And then, I don't know, just listen to good music and yeah, yeah, yeah. listen to good podcasts. That's cool, cool. Yeah. So then when you're uh listening to good music, what's your uh are you do you drink cocktails? I do drink cocktails, yeah. <laughs> what's, yeah. what's your cocktail <laughs> of choice? My my cocktail of choice is uh, a margarita with a splash of mezcal. That's, All right. That's, that's my All right. jam. Yeah. Is there um as far as uh prefer on tequila or are you just kind of uh, Casadora, Casadora okay. is good. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. But margarita, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, margarita, man. That, that's that's my drink of choice for sure. All right, yeah. cool, cool. So then, uh, just to kind of, we're gonna do two final questions to yeah. close up the podcast, and they're they're like one's a little bit deeper, and one's a quick quick shot question. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, how do you, Ryan, want to define your legacy? Uh shoot, man. Uh, the <laughs> legacy. You know, I, I never, I never, really, I don't think about I, my my legacy. That's an interesting one. I, I think some people. Uh, that really love themselves so much that they like to think about their legacy. I don't know. Uh, so I'm just trying to think like, I don't think of myself in that light, but I think if the the way that I think of myself in general and, and the way I want to be thought of maybe could carry out to my, my legacy is like someone that's trustworthy and reliable. So Ooh. whatever I do in my life, whether, whether I be, whether I was a, you know, a mailman or, uh, 
you know, a graphic designer or whatever I would choose to do with my life, I would want to be trustworthy and reliable. So cool, that's, cool, cool. I guess that's my legacy. There you, know? you go. All right. And then I, the last question is finish this sentence. Yeah, yeah. Ryan is. I would say uh, trustworthy and reliable. So <laughs> that's something I would appreciate to be thought of. And I consider Sweet. myself that. All right. Perfect. Well, it, the other thing is uh, if you want to put uh, as far as naming the Atlas website yeah, yeah. and then your social handles, anything that sure. if someone wants to get a hold of you. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Gonna... Um, I would say, uh, yeah, check out Atlas skateboarding.com um, i have a instagram account it goes motzik which is spelled m-o-t-z-e-k and then i also have a little tumblr feed which is my first name and my last name it's ryan r-y-e-n m-o-t-z-e-k at uh dot tumblr.com yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, cool, cool. Yeah. cool and i like I, as always on it when it's his podcast story comes out i will link everything on his actual scotch power story and i want to thank you ryan for yeah. blessing us with your knowledge and ah. your entrepreneurial journey and uh it's been you know and go visit the store yeah. go online i'm telling you follow the instagram it's dope stuff and uh thank really you. i emphasize go visit the store it's, right on it's, rick it's really I, cool. I appreciate you bringing me out here it's been fun and yeah it's always good to talk cool 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 thank yeah. you ryan yeah for sure thank you